Want to witness the world's best football leagues from a front row seat? Supersport puts you front and center for all the scintillating action of the Premier League, La Liga, UEFA Champions League, the new UEFA Nations League, APSA Premiership, and now the Serie A. Follow the stars in every game that matters, live in HD. The 2018-19 season, it's front row football on Supersport. Welcome back to Pitch Invasion. And I'll start by confirming that Imika Engola have not changed their minds. They still think that West Ham United will avoid defeat against high nope, flying. Not Manchester changing City. my mind. That is the trap game of the weekend. Uh, okay, okay, Gola. Let's, uh, let's uh, cast our eyes now to Spanish football. And there's a big game coming up at the weekend Atletico Madrid up against Barcelona. And I mean, it continues to be a very weird season in La Liga in terms of these two sides, top of the table but haven't really been firing on all cylinders. But here's what's happened ahead of the game. Uh, words coming out of Antoine Griezmann, the whole saga with him. Was he going to join Barcelona? Was he not going to join Barcelona? He decided not to join Barcelona. And he says, Emika, he didn't want to be Messi's lieutenant. Exactly. I mean, look, uh, Antoine Griezmann is a world champion. Mm. And, um, you know, if not for the lottery of the penalty shootout he, he will be European champion he also came close with Atletico in the Champions League so yeah. you know quite frankly he can be king at Atletico rather than I mean look at Luis Suarez Philip Coutinho Neymar at the point every single one of them that went to went to to Barcelona they I mean they, they were they played second fiddle to, to Messi so, you know, the, mo- the money could be wanting or it could be that you have fantasies mm. about, about playing for Barcelona or even playing alongside Messi. But I think that um, if you're not, a big player, you've got to... Is it not, is it not though, a, a natural position for or to be playing second fiddle let, to let me re- arguably the greatest let, let me player remind, that ever? Let me remind... I don't understand that. Let me remind that. Antoine Griezmann, right? Messi's got five Ballon d'Ors, right? Five World Players of the Year's, you've got nothing. Okay, so until you get five, <laughs> right? Whether you're on opposite teams, opposite cities, yeah. world, opposite countries, he's a world champion. It is, no. So is so is Giroud, is a world champion. Right? <laughs> so my point is, you will always be playing second fiddle to Messi, whether that's, you like it, whether you don't. And that's my point. So I think Antoine Griezmann really missed out on an opportunity here. He slipped behind the wheel. He could have gone to Barcelona and actually, right, ushered himself in to take over the reins at yeah. at, um, at uh, Barcelona. Mm. Messi from to who? Me look, from who? From Messi, right? No, Messi man, to me Messi, like, Messi's going to play until he's 40. Yeah, but Messi's that type of a player. He's selfless. That's why he was like, yes, bring on Neymar. This is, and this bring is on my, Suarez, and this, right? This is the point I wanted to make, Paula. I can't remember a player that came to Barcelona, including David Villa back then, and suffered or became less a player Loisy, playing alongside me. Let's just turn back the clock, right? Turn, I think, what was it? 2003 or 2000? Yeah, 2003. When did Beckham leave uh, um, Manchester United? I think yeah, 2003, yeah, somewhere yeah, there. Yeah. Right, let's turn back the clock. No, I don't want to go to Real Madrid. I do not want to be fourth fiddle to Ronaldo, Figo, and, uh, and uh, Zidane. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, I don't know what Anton Griezmann is on about. I, I don't Look, understand it either. You're, you're playing in Barcelona and Mr. Barcelona mm. is there. Yeah. Explain to me what lieutenant means. Does that what? Messi's not going to pass you the ball? You're going to be carrying Messi's jockstrap? Like, what does that mean? So, Neymar, Neymar joined. Yeah, Neymar joined. Became and he left. Player. And he left. No, but he this left, is my point. How's that worked out for exactly. Neymar? So how's he joined. And we can, we, can, we can all agree that he became a better player at Barcelona. He became a much he better became, player. He was top three in the world. He was, came third, right? 
Him at PSG, is that player going to be in the top 10? I no. agree with you so, about him. So I don't understand. Top, top he, Neymar would have been top three whether, whether he went to Barcelona or not. Okay. He's that, that good. But, but, this that, Neymar now, we don't know. this team. But he's is, doing well. He's doing well. Forget about, about the World he Cup. Can, he, he's doing but well. But he's not going to be anywhere near the Bellator. But can, can, can I tell something? So he's kept this, this, this uh, You know, Mbappe also said some similar things. Uh, Mbappe, I don't know what's going on. He's been saying some things that are funny <laughs> in, uh, in the press, right? Mbappe also had a similar thing, you know, that he, he said. And I guess, you know, this is maybe. You know, the era of the millennials, the social media, yeah, the Instagram, absolutely. and you know, everybody wants to be that main man. Everybody yeah. wants to be important. Everybody wants but, to be but seen. But right? is, Mbappe right. is, is, is like right. his protege. He's is learning, right. learning from him. Now, th- th- maybe that's where the mistake is, right? So, players like Antoine Griezmann, right, in their careers, okay? Yes, he won the World Cup with France. I get it. Well done, right? But... You, there's, it's never too late to learn, mm. right? You can always learn something. Yeah. Okay. Go ask Andrea Pirlo, right? If the players that he played with, right, if they didn't knock on his door to say, Mr. Pirlo, please advise me, help me, show me the ropes, maybe somewhere, but right? Griezmann, Griezmann, so Griezmann doesn't need to learn from Messi. I'm sorry. No, he a five-time Palon d'Or winner, you're going to tell that nobody needs and, to learn. And this They're is... contenders. Look, Amiga, I understand that. They're contenders, right? If, if um, right now, obviously, right, they're playing on opposite teams. But what I'm saying is that if he joins, right, maybe he can get the front row seats like Neymar did, mm. like Suarez did, to say, listen, damn it, I thought I was good. Mm. But here's what's happening. Here's what this guy's done. Suarez, Suarez, Suarez should have remained at Liverpool. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. The, the, the Suarez situation, right, he, he was going to go he either be, way, He wouldn't be the right? striker that he has become. But my point as, is, as amazing Amica, as he was. Imagine if, never, imagine if he, never, if he, if he, if he got to play with the... With the Fab Three. Amika, you're a basketball fan. Right? Yes. You're, you're a big basketball fan. Yes. Right? How many players him. right, would be willing to take pay cuts to play with LeBron James? A lot of players. Just to learn, just to play with the king, just to be there. So now Antoine Griezmann, at 27, in that same situation, yep. right, has turned it down. Has turned it because down. Be because Antoine, Gris- Antoine Griezmann it's basically for me, believes it's that, our, it's fa- it's that he's, he's going to be sacrificing his kingdom in in Atletico what, the, that Madrid. That small kingdom. <laughs> well, you call it small kingdom. He he the, took them the to the champion of the underdog. To the Champions League final. The kingdom of the underdog. Yeah, and won neither. As an underdog. And won neither. So he could be in a position here. Like, like I'll give an example, right? With Philippe Coutinho. Okay, Philippe Coutinho left Liverpool being the king, being the main man. Mm. He's come to Barcelona and he's just you know another player. But. He's not just another player in terms of his impact. Mm. Maybe if you want to put it on a status level, you know, there's uh, Messi and Suarez and yeah. so forth. But, you know, this is the same thing that I think is plaguing Usman Dembele at the moment. Fantastic player, great player. Mm. But you can always learn. There's, and, and, there's and, still a lot to learn. And Suarez so, just a few days ago. Yeah, said that comment yeah. that is about Dembele. Yeah. So for me, with Antoine Griezmann coming to Barcelona, one, right, Title contender immediately, yeah. right? Look, I know Atletico are always title contenders, but, but they only won yeah. one, right? But he's, he's, he could he be in a position. A favorite, exactly. a title favorite. He could yeah. be in a position whereby, if maybe he came to Barcelona and they did well, maybe that Ballon d'Or would have gone to him because mm. they could have supplemented and said, okay, you've got the Ballon d'Or, so you've got the World Cup, and you've got the, yeah, and, you've got and you've got the, the Super Liga, Cup, and you've got, and you've got yeah. this, you've got yeah. that with Barcelona. Maybe here's the Ballon d'Or. So 
I, I just don't get why he would have stayed at Atletico Madrid because he's got nothing left to prove there. And, and Atletico no, he, have that's hit very the true. ceiling. He's, he, that's, They've and hit that's, the ceiling. And this is and that and that point I can make I can make for for uh, Simeone as well. Simeone, he, for for the type of coach he is and what he's done with Atletico, there is no other level above what they've the achieved. That's it. So, the years that he's given Atletico, he's what 27, 28 now, peak of his peak of his years. He's not going to win the Ballon d'Or as an Atletico Madrid player. We can all agree on that. He won't. He won't. So, and he's, he's spoken so much about wanting to win the Ballon d'Or in the last two years, when the opportunity came to go to a club, to a team where. His chances are heightened. What is he the guarantee that if he goes there, he will win? Because I mean, he, he would have looked at it. Okay, there's there's Suarez there, there's Coutinho, right? And well, Zidane won the Ballon d'Or at Real Madrid. They, they, but I Suarez, agree. Coutinho, they can still Barca could still play Suarez, Coutinho, Messi, and Griezmann on one pitch. They can. Yes. They can. So, and this is the, this is the thing. This is the thing. So let's say he joined at the beginning of the season. He joined. He wants to be the main man. Let me supplement your point team. further. Let's go back to basketball, right? Amiga's a big basketball player. Yeah. Kevin Durant, Atletico, and, uh, and Antoine Griezmann. Yeah. Yes. Exact same situation. Yeah. Kevin Durant leaves the Warriors. Uh, sorry, uh, leaves the, um, the, um, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh-huh. goes to the Warriors. Clay uh, uh, Thompson's and it's Steph Curry's team, mm. Draymond Green and all of them. Yeah. But it was Steph Curry's team. Yeah. And he leaves the Thunder as the main man and leaves Russell Westbrook behind. Mm. Goes there and before you know it, he actually became their best player. Yeah. Right? Back-to-back MVP finals. Yeah. Right? So, Antoine Griezmann had the exact same opportunity. Because it's Messi's team. It will forever be Messi's well, it's team. But in his head. It's in but his the head. impact that you it's might in, have. It's in his head. Yeah. It's in his You're head. Right. It is. You are the one thinking that way. In, in his head, he wants to go where... You know. Which is for me is terrible. Jimmy Gerrard was in that position when, when when he had the chance to go to Chelsea and Real Madrid, it's, but he turned it down. It's, it's stupid. It's, but he ended up winning the thinking. Champions League. Yes, it it's stupid. Thinking. Even after simply because simply because that move would not be about Barcelona. We're not going to say Anton needs you to come and suffer and, and be Messi's lieutenant because his, his you can't doubt his talent. Just like KD. When yeah. he moved, it wasn't, you know, no one doubted his talent. We know he's a world-class footballer, uh, Antoine Griezmann. Why not then be part of a team that's got more world-class footballers? You can win more at club level. You heighten your chances of winning the Ballon d'Or. Maybe he likes the, the seed mentality of Atletico Madrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. You know, clearly. And, and, so he'd rather and, play alongside Koke and yeah, Diego Godin. Yeah, those guys, are, Atletico Madrid, they'd be like a team on steroids. Oh, you know, they, until, they, until Borussia Dortmund comes and they, cuts <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dortmund look look like like that themselves. Yeah, this is yeah. that's very true. That's very true. So I, I, think... I saw how they, they swept uh, Bayern Munich in that game. It oh. Was, oh yes, 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 it was, yes. It was impressive to see. But uh, yeah, I think Antoine Griezmann just missed an opportunity there. One that is not going to come as well. I guess not. He's still good enough, so it's definitely going to come his way again. And I hope that he does take it the second time. It does. Maybe come. he wants to go to Real Madrid secretly. Perhaps. Oh, but see, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I don't think Madrid are this type of team anyway. Um, but that's 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 the one man that we believe should have gone to Barcelona. Another one that left Barcelona is being sort of hailed by his, I guess, Emika, as Emika put it, his protege in Mbappe. So Neymar, guys, at PSG. I don't know. I believe he's taken a step backwards because he's literally playing against... I don't want to say farmers, but he's playing. He's, he's not playing against teams of the same quality or the same level. And what we have seen is that when, especially this season, when PSG are playing Champions League football, he hasn't quite 
stepped up. That Liverpool game, I'll never forget because he just looked. He did not look as if he was interested. Mbappe has done the same, but Mbappe says Ola, that uh, Neymar is, I guess, the best. Well, look, I, I don't expect Mbappe to say anything less of his teammate, obviously, because uh, he sees him every day. But I think the issue with Neymar, to be honest with you, I think he's had the wrong advice. Mm. And so my dead. fear, you know, I've had this discussion with my brothers where I, I said to them that I fear that Neymar is going to be another Ronaldinho in terms of accomplishments. I, I, right? can, I can get Ronaldinho got the World Cup, got the two Ballon d'Ors. I thought, honestly, that Ronaldinho was going to win the Ballon d'Or until he didn't feel like it. Yeah. Right? Until he stopped playing. That's how good that guy was. But unfortunately, there was just something in the stardom that he could not get away from. The, the, the partying and the lifestyle. Mm. And as we know, Ronaldinho, you know, the rest is history. Right? Still a fantastic player. Now with Neymar, caught up in the millennial culture, wants to be a celebrity, a big celebrity, mm. at the same time as wanting to be the great soccer player. Mm. Is, I mean, look, if, 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 you, if, you were, if you were Neymar, oil try going to Brazil. I have not been there in Brazil. I watch TV and there's one Neymar ad after the other, different products. But you see what <laughs> you just said there, Mika, right? There's a Neymar ad. The ad is there. Leave it, at, leave it there, right? You don't have to then go around. You want to be, you know, the celebrity. Everybody, mm. must, you must be taking pictures with so-and-so. You must be shaking hands with so-and-so. Everybody that, must that, see you hanging out with so-and-so. So well, that's, that's, what, that, that's what fuels his... Uh, that's my problem to, with him, is that the celebrity it, side... That's what, football, that's, what, that's what fuels his... Is his, taking over his business, the football his business ability empire. Would you agree with me? That's, Guys, that's, can, I, can I pose a question? Neymar is a corporation. Can I pose a question? He's, he's, he's a question? not a player. A Do, would you agree with me? The celebrity side of football is overshadowing the Neymar side of football on the field. He's, he's more often, smiling, than, he's more often the, than it should. Yes, Neymar is smiling to the bank. So. But he, has, uh, he would always have been doing that. He would have always been doing that. It takes me back to David Beckham. United uh, before he left United and that 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 period where there was a lot of tension between him and, and Alex Ferguson yes and Fergie does say that he felt as if Beckham the brand was taking much more uh, you know uh, uh, you know but Beckham was focusing on the brand and less on his football you see the difference with the with the Beckham and Neymar situation is that uh, he married a Spice Girl. So <laughs> yeah. there, there, there was nothing you could do about that. That was always good. Even if he went down the road to yeah. go get the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, she, that, was, she, was, she, was, she was bigger than him. When exactly. So <laughs> that was always going to grab the headlines. In Neymar's case, mm. right? We knew Neymar for the football, yeah. right? And we are still waiting for that, you know, the next Pele, right? Isn't that what we're waiting mm. for? So there's a World Cup we're waiting for, and there's we a thought, Ballon, thought, and there's a Ballon d'Or that we're still waiting we, for. We thought in 2015 right? exactly. when he came third, we thought he okay. This is now the beginning of yeah, you know. So my point is, this second coming of Pele, that's what they were sold to us about Neymar. Yeah, we are still waiting for that, but it's being hampered by his lifestyle outside of the mm. pitch. And in fact, his lifestyle outside of the pitch is also influencing in the pitch say. because now he has to take all the... Okay, look, granted, he's the big name. He has to take all the free kicks and the penalties, but it's not rubbing off well with yeah. his other teammates. Yeah. And I don't think it's allowing him to have that tunnel vision. When he was at Barcelona, mm. I'm pretty sure he saw Messi and he saw Suarez and like, mm. man, these guys don't party. These guys yeah. don't go out. Yeah. Tunnel vision, right? PSG... They've taken the blinkers off. He's in Paris. He's in Paris. Oh, they might as well have put him on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
it's a stardom. It's yes, a celebrity. This is what I think. Calm down. This is what I think calm, they're going to do in down. France. Neymar, Neymar still has... I don't think Neymar's no, going to no, no. win a Ballon d'Or. I don't think he's going to win a Ballon d'Or, to be honest with you. We're not denying... I don't think so. At any stage are we denying Neymar's ability. Neymar, if he wanted to, could win the Ballon d'Or three times. If he wanted to. If he wanted to. But that's the question. That's the thing. Does he? Where do his priorities lie? It doesn't look as if he's a player that. I mean, even when I watch him on the field, there's still too much showboating. Yeah. There's still too much. Hey, look at me. I think that team. That team needs. That PSG team needs to, to, to be refreshed. Um, or Neymar needs to move somewhere else. Amiga, sorry to interrupt, Lord. Right. This is what drives me nuts about the Neymar argument. Right. Is that Neymar hasn't elevated PSG. Right. No. He, he hasn't elevated. PSG were winning the league uh, before Neymar. They were winning it now. Right. The question with Neymar was in the Champions League. That game against Real Madrid last season at the Bernabeu. Right. Neymar with, had a good start PSG were... and then fizzled yeah. out. Yeah. Second leg rolled over. Yeah. Right. Oh, he was injured in the second leg. Right. He was out by then. Right. So then we looked and we said, okay, let's get to the World Cup. We got to the World Cup, it was still too much, hey, look at me, I'm the guy that's going to lead us, I'm the next Pele, and it overshadowed the ability of his other teammates, and he never, you know, was not inclusive with his ability, it never carried the rest of the team, and I'm seeing the same thing at PSG, so that's why when I forecast Neymar and the years that he has left, I'm thinking to myself, where is he going to win a Ballon d'Or? Because there are people left. like Dybala coming up, there's Mbappe coming up, mm. Salah and them are still in the wings, Kane is up yeah. there. So, you know, Ronaldo and Messi, I'm sure they've still got one yeah. in them. You know, so that's seven players I've named there that are likely to win the Ballon d'Or mm. in the next seven years. Ronaldo is still playing well for Juventus. Yeah, so Doing well, actually. in terms of naming the Ballon d'Or, I don't see it, to be honest. I don't mm. see it. Uh, what I was, I was, the point I was going to make is, is, I think, what we have already seen in France not just at PSG, is that they are seeing that Mbappe is their, their, their diamond. And they are literally saying, we, we want you, well, we prefer you. They're, they're literally investing in him. And what I think they might do in the next two years is say, try and you know, stick away from as you know the influence that Neymar might have from you off the field, off the field. Because if, if Mbappe is not careful, he's going to follow exactly the same same, Can I tell you something? The same route. I actually feel sorry for Mbappe in this regard. And I think Mbappe... I don't think Kylian Mbappe is going to get any better than he is now. Right? Because for me, when I look at Mbappe, he's hit, this, he's, he's hit all the accomplishments mm. you can think of. As a right? With, with no possibility of getting more or getting better. Yeah. Right? When I look at Thierry at, at Mbappe's age, Thierry was still at Monaco, then went to Juventus, yeah. went to Arsenal. The trajectory went up. Yeah. Mbappe has won everything and is at PSG, right? I, I think so Mbappe, so Mbappe. He, he cannot replicate. He can't, if he goes to Real Madrid, he's going to win a league title. Mm. Yeah, like he did at PSG. The issue is the Champions League yeah. and so forth. But in terms of his development, I think Mbappe, honestly, should have stayed at Monaco for as long as possible and then, and then moved on. That's why Harry Kane is where he is right now. Because if Harry Kane had left two years ago to go to Man United, mm. he would have been with Jose, yeah. right? And his development wouldn't have grown. Whereas Mbappe, is in, he's had the top coaches, top uh, players. He's hit the, you know, the greater heights with France. The incentive for him to get better is possibly the Ballon d'Or. Mm. But even so, that's, that's a roll of the dice. Yeah. That's not guaranteed. And he's not going to win it at PSG. Well, PSG, PSG are still in the Champions League. Uh, no, no. So let's let's not again. Let's not, let's not rule them out. No, absolutely. Both, both him and him and Neymar, 
they have what it takes to drag this team. If they, if they do get out of the group, they'll be very difficult um, opponents. I'm going to put it. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, however, we've seen um, we've seen Mbappe this season mm. actually kick on from the World Cup and produce some some great moments yeah. in some games. Um, I, I still think that you know going to PSG was a good move and he's remaining in France for another year because he could have gone to Amika, let me ask you something as, as, as a football his... historian right yeah. let's, let's rewind the years Brazilian Ronaldo right this is why I don't think Mbappe can get any better than he is right now right Brazilian Ronaldo right left goes to PSV uh, from PSV goes to uh, Barcelona Barca Inter and so forth right the trajectory of that guy Right was okay. This guy is getting better and better every season. The goals are, are accumulating every season, right? But there was still a lot for him to achieve as he was coming up in terms of trophies and goals and so forth. My fear with Mbappe, why I think Mbappe is is slow as early as it is, is hit, hitting a bit of a ceiling, is because he's got nothing left personally to achieve except for one thing so even if he goes to real madrid he's still going to win the league even if he goes to man united he's still but in terms of his personal development right he's at the top of the of of, uh, of uh, the french league with the top team brazilian ronaldo had to work his way up yeah. he had to fight yeah. he had to fight it wasn't handed to him he had to fight and even at barcelona it's a matter of longevity as well but you, but so you, Mbappe, you have to where, 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 how do you improve going from from uh, PSG to Real Madrid? You, that's not an improvement to mm. me. Well, Harry Kane, Spurs to Real Madrid, that's an improvement, yeah. right? But PSG playing with Neymar, Cavani, Thiago Silva, and all of them even, to Real Madrid, even that's not Bappe, an improvement. Even, even you Bappe, just, you've moved houses, you haven't listen, gone to if, a new if, neighborhood. Listen, if Mbappe were to move to Real Madrid now, Real Madrid still feel the, the absence of Ronaldo. He will plug into that, that gap. And he would elevate his game to, to a whole new le- a whole new level. And would he? I, yeah, he will. The thing with Mbappe is that for a 19-year-old, his level of development. But for a 19-year-old, he's, he's so had ha- everything I mean, at his feet. I mean, I that agree. hunger, agree, that but, hunger, Amika, is what but, I'm talking but, about. But, that hunger, that desire. A shift, a shift from PSG to to his biggest problem is that he's, he's in a, a club who, that do not have much competition in, in that league. Mm. If he moves where he has to f- come up against Barcelona and Atletico and, and, and all that, or maybe even if he goes to England, which I doubt he will, because, I mean, somebody will, will have to cough out all, all of that kind of money. Maybe he goes to Man United. Um, I don't know, but I just think that Mbappe, you know, he's he's at the point where he can be, if he stays injury-free, he can be at the top for, for a very long time. I don't think he's, he's, he's coming close to, to how good he can be. Well, well, I mean, you, you, look, we're dealing with a, 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 a superbly talented young young man here, uh, and we, we I think we'll, it will be interesting to see how far he can get beyond, I guess, a ceiling if he, he's uh, reached. Um, it's kind uh, of mature for him. I think he's way ahead of his age, which, which to to his point mm-hmm. is, it makes it difficult when you watch him to actually accept that he's that age. But you know, maybe he needs um, a fresh challenge. But it. that's what I'm saying. Going yeah. to Real Madrid is not a challenge. Well, he has to go where, where it's not a challenge. Uh, it's only a club which the kind of money that Real Madrid has. That's, 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 that's where the problem will come in. How much uh, PSG is supposed to pay? One eighty million. 
which for me I think is insane for, for his, for his age and for, for what he's done. But then he's gone and won the World Cup and did, did very well, even scoring the that, World Cup final. See, something that, know, that, that Pelle, 180 million? Something only Pele did as a teenager to score that, the way he know, did in the final. That 180 million will only be breaking even for PSG up until they win a Champions League title. That's 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 what I think about it. That's what I think. So they basically bought him to come and win their more league titles, which is you know what I mean. But um, we, we're going to move to international football and perhaps close with international football because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, as far as that is concerned, you know, simply with the Afcon qualifiers as well. We know who's through already. Uh, Imika, your Nigeria, they've qualified. They will be in Cameroon 2019. Uh, I think I'm going to focus a bit on the teams that you know really sort of did disappoint in the, in the latest round of, of, of uh, you know and we, we spoke about this off air as well Zambia and them not qualifying a talented young team that you know maybe maybe a month ago we thought no these guys will be there I mean they were champions not too long ago mm. you know I mean Zambia is a bit surprising because um, we saw in the World Cup qualifier how close they pushed Nigeria yeah. and we know with all that team Fashion Sakala you know Mwepu I mean they got, they got so much talent in that team, and I, I was looking forward to actually see see them progress to, yeah. to Afcon. So, to you know, to that extent, I was, if there's a surprise for me, it's it's, it's Zambia, um, and to an extent also, I think South Africa did well in their game, but um, maybe it's clear that a win against Seychelles would have been much better for, for, for them. I still don't understand how South Africa did not beat Seychelles. When, so, Libya when you look at the Libya beating them 8-1. I don't, that's, I do not, be, I do not know what that, I just can't, I, it doesn't make sense to me. It was as if the Libyans were looking at their goal defense and thinking, let's keep scoring. Let's, <laughs> but they scored their last goal after full time. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but still, as South Africa, you look at that, what do you think? As Coach Dredd, what do you think? How how did we go to the Seychelles and not beat them? At least two, having just beaten them six. But I don't understand. I think that's the problem that I said, that I a bit of an issue that I had with Stuart Baxter was, you know, um, the way you set up your team. And, you know, you should have gone to the boys and said, listen, guys, we'll get to the beach later, but yeah. we need to beat these guys, yeah. right? Let's go and beat them. That same right? level of performance yeah, a few days ago. Yeah, we need to beat them. Yeah. So maybe, you know, you also don't want to underestimate your opponent, but I mean, a bad team is a bad team and a bad team has to be beaten. Like you saw, they got eight. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not so sure, you know, we probably approached that game in the right way, but now... That means we have to go to Libya. Well, not in Libya, wherever that game is going to be played. Yeah. Most, likely, most likely Tunisia. Most likely Tunisia. And, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, South Africa, unfortunately, of all the other African teams, we have the we, uh, poorest uh, travel uh, sort of rate. Like, we don't travel oh, I mean, to it's, other it's improved. It's improved right? in the last... Sort of I mean, on, on that shift, they did well away from home. Let me put it to you this way, right? Um, I don't think that we, you know, we can go into that game... Uh, thinking that, you know, we've got a chance to beat them, mm -hmm. right, away from home. But at the same time, we cannot be playing for draw. Okay. So essentially, it is a cup final. But I think what is going to be a determining factor is how many Libyans travel to the stadium. Yeah. Because I think that's also going to be very crucial, very key. Because if you have even 500 Libyans at that game, they're going to make it hostile. If it's in Tunisia, you can expect those green lasers shining mm. <laughs> on Kune, you know. And I think the, the hostility of the environment is going to have a large say 
on that game. So that's why for me, if I was, you know, um, Safa, I would mm. appeal to the government, listen, can we fly 500 people <laughs> to this game? Because we need the boys. We, we need to get these guys cheered on. Because I feel like I'm I've... telling you now, Libya are going... If they play in Tunisia, the distance between Tunisia and Libya is not that far, mm. right? So if they play in Tunisia, right? They will travel. They have a lot of Lib Libyans who live in Tunisia. Yeah, now, exactly. So they'll be, they'll, they'll, have, so, they'll have the fans. I mean, I mean, against Nigeria, they... It yeah, they came like, against that was a sellout yeah, of the yeah, stadium. It looked like, so like, many like they were the same with Libyans. However, my point to, to that game is 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 there a way South Africa can can look at the result and say, what do we need to get out of this game and how do we approach this game? Because there's one thing to say, you know, you're going to the game to go and win. Mm. You have to go with the plan. So okay, you know, how do we contain them? What can we do? Because if you look at Libya against Nigeria, they they've shown that that they they can compete. So you have to, to find a way to stay and if you, if you go, there a way you can play for the point. Because South Africa is the go, point. If we go back to the game that we played against him here in South Africa, we did mention as well that Kuna did have to make a couple of saves as well did, to yes. keep us in the game. So it's just Here's the other thing, right? In terms of preparation. Mm. If I were Safa Honestly, I think, you know, maybe three, four days leading up to that game, we go camp in Tunisia or mm. Morocco, somewhere nearby. Absolutely. And, you yeah, know, Morocco, just, most likely. Right? Just get yourselves in that mind, in that hostility. Just get yourselves familiar with the environment. Maybe and away sneak, from, away yeah, from, sneak from in South a friendly Africa, yeah. against one of the, you know, the Moroccan teams. Yeah. Because it's going to be physical. Yeah. It's going to be a very fast game. It's a final, essentially. Mm. So I, I feel they like, need to prepare very I well. I feel like it's already a failure in, 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 in South Africa's you know perspective to be in this position where we've had so many And you haven't lost. Because when I, when I, when I, every time I look at the, the log, yeah. you know, you see the, the column there. So mm. South Africa hasn't lost. In this. You know what? We could, we could not qualify for Cameroon 2019 having conceded one goal and lost one game. We could not qualify. That's crazy. It is crazy. But then, it's it, again, it's just a failure on our part no, to I, be in that I position. Mean, that that say, it says something here. That they are, the fact that they haven't considered a lot of goals tells mm. you that maybe one of their biggest strengths is they, they've been a very good defensive team. Mm. So... But it goes back to what, what you mentioned. How do you go, how do you go into this? Holding midfielders the, and all that. But let's also touch on the game against uh, Nigeria, for mm. example, right? Stuart Baxter made one change. The whole game. He made one change the whole game. That team was dying in the last 20 minutes of the game. There is no way you can tell me that you saw fit. That, you know what, in a 1-1 one -one, uh, scenario, mm. 20 minutes to go, you know, our uh, AFCON is on the line. Yeah. It took one, cor one corner. Nigeria, it was a free kick. Mm. That header, I think it was... Um, is it Egbu oh, yes, 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 or yes, yes, Ego? Uh, I, I forgot his name. And that's taken off. Yeah, yeah, that could have been game yep. done, right? But you had the opportunity to bring two guys on to change the situation mm. and go for a goal yourself. He did not make a change. So Percy Dowd not... I mean, not Percy Dowd, sorry. Uh, Vincent Bullet did not get game yeah, I don't, I don't, game but, of I, this. I, I, I don't understand. I thought Pulley should have, should have come on yeah. that game. I, I would have even taken out Serrero. Because... Mm. He, know, he, he did Serrero was the guy that eventually did. He hasn't out. Been, I'm, I'm saying earlier, much earlier. earlier. I, and I would have put Pulley. Because Pule is the guy who's been, who's like, he's like, he's the form kid in the in this league, and you know, to his credit, Motiba's movement and positioning yep. wasn't utilized a, a great deal. I mean, Pesitao created that goal out of mm. nothing and served it to him on the plate. But you know, you would have looked for the guys who have been getting goals or who get into positions, and maybe um, you know, in that game, I, I just think the selection uh, for Bafana, especially in, mid, in the midfield. And Mabunda, to, to an extent, Zwane. the choice of Serero 
who hasn't been in the team for for a while for such a crucial game maybe should have been considered there was, there was, at half time yeah yeah there were, there were just a couple yeah there were a couple of things that didn't really sit well and i mean I, I guess from kickoff ahead of the game against nigeria that maybe told us that it might not be the type of afternoon that as south africans anyway we wanted to see uh, i mean i'm just trying to think of of the positives percy Dow's performance again absolutely fantastic the man is magic he really is get that guy out of the second league the man division. the man is magic that's get that's that guy out of no, no, division be, look the way he played tells yeah. you that maybe his development is coming yeah. right because you see the way he played Percy can get carried away sometimes but in this game he played quite positively mm. and I think that that's where I think police should have come yeah. come on uh, but you know by the way you know the, the linesman took away two, two goals from my prediction I don't know what you, we don't know what you're talking about of three one we're not too sure what you're talking about uh, you know about. I don't know uh what he was thinking <laughs> quite frankly but uh, positive uh, definitely Percy Dow's performance a negative and i think maybe this is just a, a cry out to the rest of the football loving public in south africa the empty stadium well the lack of numbers nigeria fans wow. out supporting wow. us at our national at our national venue it, yeah it's just really disappointing to see that wow. but you know what? It was a great turnout from Nigeria. It really was. It really was. And at, from a South African perspective, and again, the FNB Stadium tells you when the, 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 the stadium is empty. You know, you can see just for the orange seats around the, the venue. But there's another four months or so for Bafana Bafana to try and uh, get to yeah, the promised land. Get that in order. Get that in order, <laughs> I, I cannot believe we're going to wait until March. Can you, you imagine? Know? Like literally, we're sitting there in anticipation for four months until this game. March gets is March is when these teams should be playing friendlies to warm up yes. for. You know what I mean. But uh, but South Africa have not done the job just yet. Some teams have already. So congratulations to them from a South African perspective. We've got a whole lot of work to do in the next four months or so if we are to be in Cameroon 2019. And on that note, I'm Loazi Sikubu. and I'm Ola Makwaza. And Cameroon for the game. At, 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 uh, sorry, tomorrow at. Uh, Whichever road, what for play, <laughs> will never walk alone in the car in your decade. That is Amika for you. <laughs>